0: Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with your girl, Zoe Alexandra. Here at Matters of the Heart, your heart matters to God, so it matters to us too. Our motto is whole hearts, sound minds, and healed people because we believe God wants that for this generation. So I've created the Matters of the Heart community for women just like you. Women who are strong, resilient. Women who know they don't want their trauma and brokenness to define their story and dictate their lives anymore. Women of God, you are loved. You are chosen and brokenness is not your final destination. You better believe that. Join me each week as we journey together into the matters of the heart and grow with God into wholeness and freedom. This time you don't have to do it alone, girl. Hey guys, it's your girl Zoe Alexandra and I'm back for another episode of Matters of the hi so guys I hope you guys have had an amazing start to your month of March I don't know if some of you might have seen on my social media but I released this kind of encouraging word about March being a time of refreshing um, I really believe you know especially as we've kind of come out of that part of the new year where it's that you've got all of that energy and you've got that momentum and we're now really in the nitty-gritty approaching the end of the first quarter Sometimes can begin to feel a little bit tired, a little bit fatigued, especially if you're on a healing journey with God. It can just sometimes feel so gruesome. It's yeah, ciao. I know how it be sometimes. So I really pray that wherever you are in your walk with god that god will encourage you i pray that god would help you i pray that god would strengthen your heart i pray that god would carry you through the process i pray that you will always know that god would never leave you nor forsake you i pray that you would be always reminded that god starts a good work in us and he brings it to completion so anything he's started in you anything he started with you he will bring it to completion just stay with him continue to journey with him and it will be well with you and i'm looking forward so much so to I know so so many of you message me and DM me and just let me know how you're getting along and your progress and everything like that and how much like God has freed you from different things and I'm just looking forward to, uh, hearing more stories, hearing more testimonies. My heart's desire for matters of the heart is always to help you guys. is always to serve. So um, I'm just looking forward to knowing that so many of you are going to even leave this year changed uh, and stronger and wiser and better and happier and more joyful and more peaceful in the name of Jesus okay so do I have a word of wisdom for this week I literally um, do not have a word of wisdom. (laughs) I guess that was kind of like my word of wisdom, kind of going back to that thing of refreshing. So yeah, but it's nothing else I I believe that God has really been uh, speaking to me about specifically. So as you guys would see from the title of this podcast, we are going to be talking about forgiveness. Now, let me tell you something quite funny actually so last year I started I was doing my podcast and I was also doing my um do my podcast and I was also doing my YouTube channel and God said to me I should speak about forgiveness and I had so much unforgiveness I knew out of integrity I could not go on the internet and start speaking about something that I was not partaking in completely Um, and so yeah that's (laughs) that was like a beginning of another journey for me with God um in the area of forgiveness and it was just so interesting how he used that to reveal offense and he used that to reveal pride in my own heart. Um, but I think that, um, as especially as believers, we have to stop looking at forgiveness as an option um, and begin to look at it rather as our necessity. And so what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is this thing where you actually absolve somebody of their wrongdoing. So it means that you could have a paper filled with charges against them. You've done this, you've done that, you've done X, you've done Y, you've been like Z. (laughs) But you say, I wipe your slate clean. I hold no charge against you. You're free and you release them there is so much power in forgiveness and we are often um, as people and I've often been stuck in places of unforgiveness because when I've experienced wrongdoing or I, I've experienced a challenge or something's happened in my life I'm waiting for uh, a repercussion to occur in another person's life before I think it's time for me to forgive them. Sometimes it can be you're waiting for that grand apology, right? Someone's done something to you or something's happened and you know it was unjust and you know it was unfair and you're waiting for that person to be like, oh, hey, like I know I've really treated you wrongly. I'm sorry. And you, you wait for this symbol or you wait for this apology before you decide in your heart to forgive. Sometimes we convince ourselves that we've forgiven people because we've cut them off. Sometimes we say we've forgiven people because we have no feeling towards a a certain matter anymore. But my friend said something to me and it always has stuck with me. She, She asked me about how I felt about a situation and I told her I felt nothing. And she said, it's not good to feel nothing. You should always feel something. And what she was alluding to in that conversation was that, you're numb you've numbed yourself out from the pain or uh, the feeling of disappointment or even if it's resentment or anger in that situation and now you feel nothing and it's not good to feel nothing why because it means that your feelings have now become suppressed so we should always feel something so when we numb ourselves from a painful situation or circumstance and we tell ourselves that we've forgiven we haven't really forgiven we've just numbed ourselves but what we have to know and what we have to understand is that forgiveness it isn't something that we should do it when we feel like it um and almost i don't know if anybody watches shark tank Um, but there's this woman called Laurie on there and I really love her and if you've heard me speak recently I've spoken about Shark Tank very often because I absolutely love it (laughs) and Laurie has this thing called these golden tickets where when she sees um, amazing businesses and she sees these amazing entrepreneurs who've had an excellent pitch whose finances are in order and she believes can be successful and she wants to invest in their company once a year she has something called a golden ticket which she begins to, which she gives to these entrepreneurs, and basically what that means is that the offer that they ask for, so basically if they say they want to come into the Shark Tank, and they want two hundred fifty thousand pounds investment for ten percent of their business, uh, she will say I give you exactly what you want, even if it might not be that beneficial for her. It's a golden ticket. It's a prize. And so why do I say this? Some of us we hold forgiveness like it's a golden ticket that we give out once every year. We hold it and we distribute it sparingly. Maybe when I feel like it, or when I think that person has done enough groveling or apologizing or begging to be worthy of my forgiveness. Without realizing that we've been called to forgive. In the Bible, we're instructed to forgive as we've been forgiven it wasn't try and forgive it wasn't forgive sometimes as we have been forgiven so we are to always forgive you see the thing I think we struggle with especially as believers is that now we've come into the kingdom of God we're under a different uh standard of living the kingdom of God holds a different way holds different principles than the world does in the world when someone does you wrong you can say somebody will tell you there's no way i'll never forgive that person there's no way i'm ever speaking to that person again it means that we're called to a higher standard we're not called to act like the world we're called to love, we're called to represent the heart, the mindset, the character, the nature of God here on this earth. And that includes being forgiven. If we are ever stuck in a place where we're not really sure what forgiveness looks like, Christ represents the perfect example. I even think a beautiful picture of forgiveness is Christ going to Peter, hallelujah. I love that story so much, Christ going to Peter, after he'd resurrected and remember what had happened peter had denied him three times and if you're thinking about the circumstances in which peter was in it's you would humbly say i understand why he might have denied jesus was it right no but you may understand that when people he knew his life was in danger if he had said he followed jesus he knew that he could have been beaten he knew he could have been arrested as well he knew he might have even end up crucified with jesus and he could see what was happening to jesus having to lug the cross across the whole of uh, um, the whole of jerusalem having to be whipped he can see the public humiliation that jesus christ was enduring so when they're asking him are you a part of him yeah human nature uh, arose in peter and he said no but we see this beauty um beautiful picture of forgiveness when christ comes uh, and he says to peter um you know, do you love me do you love me and he says feed my sheep and this is the heart of God towards all of us that even now we were sinners from a fall of Adam we were all sinners there's not it's not that you can look at yourself and say I've never sinned no if you are a human being you have sin on the inside of you because of Adam we were all now made sinners because of Adam and then Jesus it's so perfect and God in his infinite infinite love for us uh, desired for us to be in communion in fellowship with him again and so what did he do he made this divine redemptive plan to take us back and so he sent his begotten son to die for our to die on our behalf so that we would no longer have to pay the penalty for our sins and so it means now as children of God that we've been forgiven of all of our sins that we are you think about God he never calls us to do something that he has not done himself god isn't a god that lacks integrity there's some people that will start asking to do things uh go and buy this go and do this live your life this way but they have no evidence no fruit of that in the lives themselves but not our god not our father that he shows us an image of forgiveness that he even has forgiven all of our sins he has washed away all of our sins that he has forgiven us and even now as believers now in this process we are in called sanctification where we are being beautified and made to look more like christ and being set free from the power of sin now he even still offers us the opportunity to come to him when we know that we've made mistakes when we know that we've fallen short and say oh father would you have mercy on me oh father would you forgive me and we can believe and trust that even as we ask him for forgiveness that he will forgive us and so if god can forgive us of all of our sin, if God can forgive us of all of our wrongdoing, who are we as children of God to withhold forgiveness from other people? Who are we to withhold forgiveness from our friends? Who are we to withhold forgiveness from our family members? That forgiveness is no longer an option to us. Forgiveness is a necessity that we have been called to forgive. And I think sometimes we have to change our perspective because we look at forgiveness and we say, oh, it's so hard. Oh, forgiveness is so difficult. Absolutely, it is. But there is grace. And you have to have it in your mindset. It is the kind of mindset I adopt to help me to forgive. That, listen, I refuse to have Satan accuse me of something in the heavens because I'm holding unforgiveness or offense in my heart. I'm called to forgive. And so, even if I have to cry, even if I have to weep, even if it hurts me, yes. It hurts because it's killing the flesh, that you know what, come hook, come crook, I'm gonna forgive that person. Oh God, help me to release them. Oh God, help me to hold no charge against them. Oh God, remind me even sometimes of the way you have forgiven me. Because we all have stories, we all have histories, we all know what we've been doing and when no one's been looking and how God has been merciful towards us. And one thing God even began to show me once, I was, I was struggling. I was struggling so much to forgive. And I was like, God, I really want to forgive, but I'm struggling. And God said, you need to show that person mercy. And I literally fell on my knees and I started weeping because in, in that last season of my life, God had shown me so much mercy, so much mercy. So it's that when he was saying to me, you need to demonstrate or you need to show that person mercy. It was, mercy is that I'm withholding from you what you deserve. I'm withholding from you the thing that you deserve. That's mercy. I could cut you off. I could be rude. I could be hostile. I could never speak to you again. I could slander your name. These are things we can do when people have hurt us. Be merciful. Be compassionate. Be empathetic. Because this forgiveness that we we say that we, we love when God does it for us is the same forgiveness that we are to offer to other people. And so if you're struggling to forgive, sometimes it's mercy. You need to demonstrate to that person. It's, that, it's you're withholding mercy from them. You're withholding compassion. At times it's that there needs to be a prayer that goes up to the heavens that you say, oh God, uh, would you show me this person the way that you see them? That sometimes the things that we have experienced at the hands of men is uh, due to the fact that they are so broken. It's due to the fact that they are so wounded. It's due to the fact that they are insecure, they are rejected. And so when you begin to see the injury within somebody's vessel, when you begin to see this person has gone through a lot it does not abscond them from their responsibility to be a better person it does not mean that they shouldn't be held accountable for the things that they may have done in your life that doesn't mean that but it gives you a different perspective understanding changes everything do you know sometimes think what i how i often look at things is that when i can see beyond what somebody's exterior looks like when I can see beyond what they might be presenting to me it means that I change my expectation of a person now what does this mean someone might present to me as strong secure whatever and then I've prayed and I've sought the Lord it's maybe wondering why is this person acting this way and then God unveils they might be dealing with a level of insecurity a level of fear any kind of thing and so I just say oh okay it's not something I then use to judge. It's something I use to understand and say, okay, now I understand this about this person. I understand that they might be incapable of demonstrating a level of humility. I understand that, oh, because of their insecurity, that's why they're always projecting. I understand, oh, because of their rejection, oh, that's why they're always... um you know, speaking to me in a certain way, or, you know, that's why they're um, very defensive. You know, there's a level of understanding. So I alter my expectation of that person. Not that I see them as any less of a good person, any less human, but it changes my expectation of their behavior. And then what, in humility, I ask the Lord, Lord, help to heal that person. Lord, address their wounds, that they wouldn't destroy relationships in their life because of what they're going through forgiveness so these are ways that you know um, we can learn to journey with God to help us in this place of forgiveness understanding the people that we are called to forgive understanding that we also need forgiveness and I, I think the necessity of forgiveness is in the scriptures it speaks about the fact that if we don't forgive People, God doesn't actually forgive that person either. That's crazy. And for me, I always get worried about end times and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I have all of this unforgiveness towards people, that day of judgment, I don't know if I think about that a lot because I want to hear good and faithful servant. I don't know about you guys. I don't want God to come and start telling me eh, "Zobio, <laughs> all of this, you didn't forgive X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Ah ah, ah, ah. you you can't come and tell God that you it, you it's not it's a lie. You can't tell him it's a lie, it's true. So what then? We have to reframe forgiveness in our hearts as a necessity. One thing that, I think it was my friend Beverly that said once when we were filming for LFL, and she was like, um, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and then expecting the other person to get hurt. doesn't work like that. you're holding unforgiveness in your heart there's a level of offense offense is caused by pride um, and offense often leads to deception and what, what i like to see deception as is a skewed perception you're not seeing things clearly when you are offended your heart is hardened when you are offended your it's difficult for you to love well, to be understanding. When you're offended, it's not like Christ, is what I'm trying to say. This <laughs> is not what we are called to be as children of God. And so we have to take unforgiveness seriously in our lives and begin to address it. We have to see that even if you're in a place and you're like, things have happened, whether it's your parents, your siblings, your friends and say what why can't i forgive this person why do i feel like i have to hold on to this pain this wound why if i if i release this person into forgiveness the way that god has released me so many times into forgiveness and will continue to what do i lose out on sometimes it's when we have unforgiveness towards other people there's a superiority complex. We like the power dynamic in feeling like this person owes me something. Let's talk about that. When you haven't forgiven somebody yet, sometimes that person can be at your mercy. They know, they're they still trying to earn your forgiveness. If they know it, you know it. But what would happen if Christ did that to us? And that we felt that we're constantly trying to prove to earn the forgiveness. You see, it's a a different standard in the body of Christ. Different. That Christ, when when he's forgiven us, when we say, God, you know, I've done this. You confess your sins and it's like, you're forgiven. You don't hear of it again. You don't feel like you're trying to earn your place back with him. It's that picture of the prodigal son. Once he's come back. There's a banquet there's this uh freedom that's given to him this normality that he's welcomed into where he's not made to feel like he's his mistakes and hear me right now because there's some people in your life you're gonna have to forgive and never speak to again so i want to make that very clear there's two types of forgiveness actually a friend of mine who taught me this one is called like charizomi the other one is called afiemi in the two different the two different greek words that you use for forgiveness in the charizomi it more speaks to a forgiveness that relates to uh, reconciliation and with afiemi it's a forgiveness that you say i forgive you i release you but i no longer pursue relationship with you and there's there's room for both of those the point here is that even in both of those is that i can say especially if it was like a previous relationship or you know maybe someone you've even worked with before or somebody that used to be like a superior over you a leader over you i may not want to have a relationship with you again and that's absolutely fine but i must forgive you and especially for people and this happens a lot in relationships if you've decided to stay with somebody who's been unfaithful to you if you that's what you've decided that person has to earn your trust again but if you've forgiven them like you say, you've forgiven them. <laughs> you you shouldn't uh, be constantly reminding them of their sin. That That isn't forgiveness. And if you're struggling to accept that in your mind, look at the picture of forgiveness that Christ has painted in your own life. Because I guarantee you, he's not waking you up every morning reminding you that you messed up in an area because you're forgiven. And so there's this necessity that we forgive and we don't forgive in a way uh like the world may offer us uh forgiveness that i forgive when i'm ready that i forgive when i want to that my forgiveness will uh come in drips and drabs that i um i or i can choose actually to never forgive you and i withhold forgiveness from you You can if you want to, but that one's between you and God in the future, (laughs) not between me and you. But instead, it's rather to look at forgiveness from this point forward, like I'm called to forgive. To learn to forgive and to forgive quickly. To learn to release yourself from unforgiveness. That the condition of your heart would remain supple, would remain soft, would remain loving at all times so if you're even struggling in this area there's grace it's a prayer point lord i struggle to forgive people i put my hands up boy you think you think that it's just you guys it's me as well i'm not, like you know some people can let go of things easily that's not me i don't know what it is no i have to let me be angry <laughs> let me i want to be mad i want to be you know let me hold something you have to come out of it and say look, i don't want to hold anything longer than needs be lord i don't want to not forgive others When you have forgiven me so many times lord i don't want to withhold mercy from others god when you've been so merciful god i don't want my heart to become hardened by unforgiveness when you've called me to love lord would you help me to forgive lord every time my heart becomes weary and i start to doubt if i should forgive lord would you remind me of how you've forgiven me lord would you show me how To navigate this area of forgiveness, show me the relationships I should reconcile with and show me the ones that after forgiveness I can depart from and we can go our own way. But Lord, I know that I've been called to forgive. It's not a suggestion, it's an instruction. God, help me to obey you. Help me to forgive like you forgive God. Help me to love like you love, Lord. This is what we're called to do. And so especially for you, you who's healing, you who's on a process, forgiveness is very important. And one thing I found in my journey with God is that he led me to, he didn't allow me to leave anything untouched. My forgiveness was happening in layers. Like God said, you must forgive everything. Sometimes you forgive someone for an action towards you I forgive you for being rude to me the law was going down to the nitty-gritty I have to say that I forgive that person for how they made me feel I forgive that person for causing me to uh, lose my self-confidence I forgive that person for causing me to question God I think fig- you know down to the nitty-gritty details and so I even encourage you because there's sometimes you can you can forgive somebody for doing something but you, you might not be able to forgive them for another part of that same situation. So even go before God and say, God, unveil this situation in such depth, down to a granular level in my heart, that I would grow an understanding of what transpired when I went through that season or that situation, that I would forgive them for everything. Sometimes it's not, oh, I forgive them for everything. No, what is the everything? Call it out. I forgive them for lying. I forgive them for deceiving me. I forgive them for making me question who I am in God. I forgive everything. I ask God to show you everything and call it out. Call it out. And the forgiveness that you might be withholding uh, from others might be the key to your own deliverance. The forgiveness that you are going to release onto others often has a a, a secret work that delivers your own heart as well from pride. It sets you free from baggage that you've been holding onto. It's a necessity to forgive. And one thing I've been learning about God and understanding about who he is is that we must remember that when God asks us to do anything in our lives, the output is positive, I'm telling you. I was teaching on the fear of the lord recently i said you know it's funny thing the only time we're called to fear is when we're supposed to fear in the lord and I, when i was studying the scriptures i realized fear in our lives um in our daily relationships can lead to anxiety can lead to imposter syndrome can often even lead to depression can lead to us being in delay can cause us even to have medical problems you know um but The fear of the Lord brings a blessing. The fear of the Lord brings knowledge. The fear of the Lord brings wisdom. So when God invites us to do something, there's a benefit to us, even if we can't see it in that moment of time. And so this this forgiveness that God is inviting you to partake in is going to help you, is going to bless you, is going to release your own heart. It's not just for the other person. The forgiveness is mainly for you and you won't know it until you've done it i can even see some people like even in your uh, your mind they're ruminating on the offense you're tired release that person dwelling on a mountain you should have come down from a long time ago some of the unforgiveness is why you might have been stuck in your journey of healing i feel like i'm not getting any better have you forgiven them I feel like I'm not moving forward forgiveness unforgiveness acts like a roadblock stops you from moving forward because whilst you're holding the other person in that place of pain whilst you're holding the other person feeling like they owe you something you're also holding yourself back people move on with their lives they move country they get new jobs They have kids, they get to new relationships and you're there holding on to an old wound. Let go and forgive them. And I believe that sometimes the reason why we're struggling to forgive people is because we feel like they've taken something from us. Oh, we struggle to forgive when we feel like someone has taken a part of our lives away from us. And you're almost awaiting for that person to return, to bring it back to you. And I can see almost this sadness that I can't forgive you because because of the thing that happened, whatever it was, a parent or a friend or a relationship or a colleague, you took something from me. And you can't forgive them because they took a thing from you and you don't know how to get it back but can i encourage you today god is a restorer he restores all that had been lost there's a scripture that speaks about god speaking about israel to restore all that the canker worm had eaten the locust had eaten these are insects that uh, if, you, if they've been in your closet or around things, you open it up and find that they've eaten away and there's holes and it's all disrupted and destroyed and you didn't know it. They have a destructive path about them. And God can restore those things that have been destroyed in your life. And so if that is you and you're holding onto the unforgiveness because someone's taken something from you, Would you believe today that God can restore you? Would you believe today that God can heal you? Would you believe today that God can bring everything that you have been lost back? Again, I I remember this story of Mephibosheth in the Bible. And he was the son of Jonathan. And Jonathan was the son of King Saul. And King Saul and Jonathan began to pursue, uh, persecute David. Anyway, they ended up dying. David became king, and he said, is there anyone in the house of Saul that I could bless? And someone said, Mephibosheth. Now, Mephibosheth Mephibosheth was Jonathan's son, and he, while they were fleeing, had ended up lame because his nurse had dropped him and he lost his ability to walk. Then they took him to Lodabar, which means he was in a dead place. So he really had a hard, challenging life. Mephibosheth had it bad. He was down bad. He had a really difficult life. (laughs) And David brought him back into the house. Ha- and then so when someone had said, oh, hey, there's Mephibosheth you can bless. What David did was like bring him in and he restored all the land, all the property, his position in the kingdom um, and said, you know, he- you're going to remain here for the rest of your days. And so I, you know, do not ever believe that God has forgotten you or God has not seen what has happened to you. God is a God of justice. And I know how it feels in your life when you feel like, you've been through things and you're waiting for God to bring justice the justice you are waiting for is the restoration of your soul the justice you are waiting for is that restoration and revitalization of your ability to walk out in your God-given purpose and your destiny it's God bringing that thing back to you which you had been lost which you had lost and so I pray even as Mephibosheth had lost his ability to walk had lost all of his inheritance that God would remember you like David remembered Mephibosheth and restore all that had been lost in previous seasons Onto you, but I pray for you, beloved, that you would ha- forgive the person that done it to you, that you forgive the people that done it to you, that what they took, God can bring back. What God cannot do does not exist. God can bring back all that had been lost with ease. Only I encourage you to forgive, forgive, forgive. Otherwise, when God brings it back, what will happen? You'll be wanting to stunt on the people that hurt you rather than thanking God. You'll spend more time trying to show out, you lot thought, I wouldn't make it, instead of praising the Lord and give him, giving him the glory. You've seen people like that. Excellent things are happening in their life. Wonderful things are happening in their life. And all they can focus on is their enemies, is all the people that didn't believe in them, rather than thanking God. I'm telling you, that person's dealing with such a level of unforgiveness. It even steals the the joy and the glory of their achievements, their success. But not you, beloved. You who's in Christ. You who's been called to forgive. Forgiveness is our necessity. And so I encourage you today. I know it's so hard. I know it's challenging. I know it's difficult. I know it can be painful. But I encourage you go and find the scriptures, go and meditate on truth, because you'll begin to uncover the way I did, that forgiven, forgiveness isn't an option for us, it's a necessity, and God has called us to forgive, not just out of nowhere, but because he does it too, and he has forgiven us as his children, we have been forgiven by him, And he continues to forgive us. And so I pray that if you're holding unforgiveness in your heart, I pray the Lord would help you to forgive every party, everyone involved. If it's an institution, if it's a system, the Lord would help you to forgive them, absolve them of their sin and release them in the name of Jesus. And I pray that he would fill your heart with love. I pray that he would fill your heart with mercy. I pray that he would fill your heart with kindness. And he would even shift your perspective of every situation you may have gone through. That you would forgive even when it's hard. That you would have the heart of Christ that he has demonstrated towards us. That he demonstrated towards his disciples. Forgiving them. Releasing them. Loving them. In the name of Jesus guys i hope that episode has blessed you i hope it has encouraged you i hope it's giving you some food for thought i hope it leads you into a place of repentance into a place where you ask god to forgive you for not forgiving and a place where you can begin to uh forgive other people we are actually going to be unpacking forgiveness more so um for the rest of this month and so we're going to be talking about forgiving ourselves we're going to be talking about just different challenges that forgiveness presents and it's going to be so good so if you know you know somebody needs to hear this make sure you share the uh, podcast with them but i've got nothing else to say to you right now and i'm sorry if i've been bunged up because i've actually got a cold right now i've been coughing and my nose is blacked so i'm sorry if i sound congested but yeah i pray the episode blessed you and guys i look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode on matters of the heart see ya